You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Let's talk housing trends, both local here in the Tulsa and Oklahoma area and national. Will Gattenby, Oklahoma Association of Realtors, Senior Director of Membership and Communications. Whoops, we're out of time. Your uh, title took up the entire segment here, Will. <laughs> it, does, it does tend to do that. I uh, I had fun with that. Okay, enough of my uh, dad jokes, as my, as my kids would call them. So tell us where we are on national and local statistics. Uh, here, you know, nationally, my, my clients are asking, uh, here things are slowing down, and yet we're seeing them just go full steam ahead here locally because everybody's relocating to Oklahoma. What do you see? Well, we do see a lot of people coming into the states. Uh, there are other states that are seeing a lot of influx of people as well. But, you know, more so on the people who already live here in Oklahoma, what we're seeing is the rate of which people want to buy homes is higher. So the demand is much higher than inventory. But maybe, just maybe, we've reached the bottom of that. Maybe we, we've kind of plateaued. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. So I'm not saying inventory is going to peak up all the way soon right now, but what is starting to happen uh, in the second month in a row we've seen this is that the active listing count at the end of the month is higher than the previous month for the second time in a row. And that's only the third time we've seen that in the last 25 months. And you're talking statewide, statewide numbers. Yes. Talking okay. statewide numbers across the state of Oklahoma. I mean, obviously the two metro areas are the the large drivers of where you get this data and they look very similar to each other so here's what's so important as you know what's so important about these numbers is not just that listing inventory has increased for two months in a row but how that relates to the pending and closed sales so if listing inventory has increased increased has listing and closed sales increased stayed the same or gone down so the closed sale count is it I means we're drastically up over where we were a year ago until july and, and all this monthly data i'm looking at right now is is monthly end of month july so it just it's fresh hot off the press i know we're halfway through the month of august but we don't it doesn't get fully get published until about five to ten days uh, after the end of the month so i mean it's pretty fresh data looking at the month of july and June of last year is when this uptick really started. So June 2020 to July 2021, where we are right now, that is 14 months of data, and it has been just skyrocketing. The number of closed sales is much higher than it was two years ago. But actually, this July, this past you know, month, um, just 18 days ago or so, that month was slightly slower than last July, which was the second highest selling month in the last year. So, or in the last, you know, year and a half, two years, probably even 10 years. I, I, I can't say for exactly, but looking at 25 months of that. So you're talking about the, just the general cooling. Now, I think this is a good thing. I've been talking about it a lot. And I think it's a good thing that it's cooled off a little bit because it, I don't want us to see the problems that other municipalities, cities, and states even have had in the area of affordable housing. Because if what's made Tulsa so attractive, such a great place to live, is that you can afford to live well here, even on a modest income. And as these prices have increased, and I, I do think that our, our price, our home values have actually caught up to where they should have been for a long time. I think we've been undervalued. But 
we don't want to go too crazy with that because then it makes it hard for parts of our population. I want everybody to enjoy their luxury and I want everybody to have an opportunity to own. And uh, I think it's just part of a healthy market in general. What are you seeing with affordable housing and the push to make sure we're making it possible for people to enter the, the realm of home ownership? So I will say out of the National Association, I, I just attended a conference a couple weeks ago and heard from some of the, the economists at the National Association of Realtors, and they talked sort of broadly about the national trend of first-time homeowners really struggling at this time right now. I think the inventory shortage is causing a lot of that. Um, and so as we see a cooling off, and I say more of a cooling back to a, a normal or sustainable path right now, we are so hot. We are a fiery meteor that is burning up, re-entering Earth's atmosphere. We need to cool off just a little bit in order to sustain, but to still grow, just as you talked about. So uh, if, if one sector, uh, such as cost of, of housing, increases too fast and wages can't keep up with that, then we just as a uh, country or as a state, whatever you're measuring, is it, uh, it creates a... Um, a a jerky effect in the economy and it, it's really harmful. So that smooth growth is, is really good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And on, and on the, the, the affordable housing front, you know, I think right now as, as the realtor association, as realtor associations across the country are looking at this issue, as NAR looks at the issue, the, the idea is to get people to build something, anything. So any building going up is good and is probably going to affect affordable housing further down the line, I mean, not to cite trickle-down economics, but I mean, right now there aren't enough homes for anybody to move into. Um, the demand is far outpacing the inventory. And I actually think that the demand is what's driven a lot of this issue with the inventory sort of crisis, as we may call it. In fact, there are you know no homes on market. There's 1.3 months of inventory. I mean, those are historically low numbers we're dealing with. All of this comes from demand. So. If we're building homes that people choose to move into, that means they're moving out of a home that someone's choosing to move into. That means someone else is moving somewhere, uh, somewhere else. I think a, a challenge on affordable housing here right now is that potentially some of the, uh, the home prices being driven up right now are all cash buyers, many of whom are out of state that are going to use these as rental properties later on down the line. And I'm sure you've maybe seen this, uh, you know, on an anecdotal level. We don't have any firm data on this, but lots of people are talking about how their homes are closing ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars above that list price, and someone, an all-cash buyer, is the person buying that. Yes, and in many cases, not all, that person's not moving into the house. They're buying this cash with, I'm buying this house with cash, and it will convert it into a rental property afterwards. That's not inherently a bad thing, except that there are people who are live in Oklahoma buying a home with a mortgage that are going to invest in that community that are also seeking to buy that house. And that person buying it with the cash, maybe it's a mom and pop investor, maybe it's an institutional investor, which presents a whole series other of you know, just complications to the market. Will Gattenby, Oklahoma Association of Realtors, Senior Director of Membership and Communication. Will, excellent information. Thanks for being with us. You got it. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.